What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoppage Time Stooges. I'm your host, Christian DeBlock, here with my three co-hosts, Andrew, Jacob, and Ricardo. We'll be talking about a lot of things across Europe today. Um, really stacked show, so let's uh, let's not waste any time here. But before we get into our first topic, guys, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Great. I'm loving the game. <laughs> hey, man, we just killed uh, Atletico. I mean, sorry, Barcelona. And, uh, we killed both of them, to be honest. Oh, yeah, both. Yeah, I killed both. But, no. yeah, I'm feeling great, especially after that. Oh, oh, I'm Electric here. weekend. <laughs> Swell. That's my answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go again. <laughs> All right. Fair. Christian, All right, how about you? Right. You, you, you didn't uh, say how you were doing. Yeah. Uh, not, no bueno. Uh, some we'll some team that. decided to not hey, show why? up in Dallas on Sunday. <laughs> What are you talking about? They only they only they only lost by eighteen. Or what was it? <laughs> what do they want? A participation 16, trophy? 16. Yeah, sixteen. <laughs> They've been wanting them for since nineteen ninety five. So I don't see why. But let's talk about that. the other football. <laughs> what big Mike McCarthy? Uh, big no. Mike. <laughs> he does the, the camera dukes doesn't have the thing. He's got to do the thing where you go. Mr. Huffenpuff, but anyway, go on. If Harold Reynolds was a football analyst, he'd be like, I love, I, you know, I love watching Mike McCarthy coach, man. The kid has it all. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> start this episode. The kid, he's 60 oh. years old. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. yeah. For context, Andrew's been doing Harold Reynolds impressions for about five or six minutes off. That's all we were doing at work today. So I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm in the groove. I'm in the zone. Wonderful. All right, let's uh, let's start <laughs> off in Italy. Uh, yesterday, uh, Jose Marino was sacked by Roma. Kind of shocking. I know they haven't had the greatest of seasons, but um, you know, with less than a year left on his deal, it was kind of a weird timing. So, Ricardo, I'll kick it off to you. What did you think of uh, the timing of Roma's decision? I mean, I think it makes sense, especially when you consider their last. I mean, last few weeks, their results have been poor. I mean, they lost to their rivals in Lazio in the, what was it, the Coppa Italia, I believe, um, or whatever Italian cup it was. But yeah. they lost in that. Um, then they lost 3-1 to, to Milan this past weekend. And I think in the league, they had lost, or they had dropped points in four out of five or five, five out of six games. So, um, yeah. And, and also, you know, just on top of that, just all the antics he brings with, I mean, it's entertainment from like a neutral standpoint. It's just like him getting red carded, but um, you, I think that all just kind of piled up, and then that's ultimately why Roma decided to move on and have Daniel De Rossi, the legendary midfielder, fill in. I mean, I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out, but I mean, yeah, ninth place in, in Serie A, like that's it's not good enough. Ricardo nailed it. Um... You know, this is a team that's supposed to be fighting for a European spot, at least, you know. But, like, right now, sitting ninth, this point of the season, Roma is the sport, sporting direct, absolutely right. Um, Mourinho was underperforming. He, I mean, he had done well at Roma. They, they you know, they, they won Conference League, right, uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, they won some uh, Mickey Mouse UEFA thing. What was it? Oh, uh, I mean, they also got to Europa League oh, final. No, too. Oh, 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So they they've done they've done decently in Europe. So it's 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 not that, but it's it's more so I think a reaction to what's going on this season, and um, I think um, they were proactive in doing this. So I, I think it's smarter to do it now instead of waiting for later. Jacob, yeah, I mean, I think we need to accept the fact that Jose Mourinho's washed. I mean, he's he's washed. It's over. I mean, his he. I think he. I I just think he's lost his fastball. I'm sorry. I, I think it's gone. Um, he used to be. You you could make the argument he used to be the best manager in the world. Now I I think you'd be you'd you'd have you'd have to have a gun to your head to say that. Uh, make that point. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he's just not. He he flamed out at United, he flamed out at Spurs, and now he's flamed out at Roma. I mean, do you remember how good United were in the beginning? The minute he left, they they haven't looked that good since Fergie retired. I mean, Spurs. I mean, I I mean with the I mean ever since before they got Ange, they were they've been a mess. But it was like Mourinho was Spurs. It wasn't like he was like you know gearing them in the right direction. It was just more boring football, which is kind of what his teams have become. Just you know, very boring to watch. Um, and yes, he was in a Europa League final at Roma. He won some whoops, UEFA. I don't even know the what Conference it was. League. Conference yeah. League, which is like, like what? Like what even is that? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I mean, the third. Just, isn't it, isn't it that next year? The third. Yeah. Um, it's below Europa League, and if, if yeah. you win, if you win the Conference League, you get a Europa League spot, which so is how like, West Ham got into the Europa League this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 the definition of like, it, I hate to say this, a Mickey Mouse trophy. Um, it just is. Yeah, you would know. Yeah, you're right. I would. You're right. I would know. Uh, I know all about them, and I'm gonna get to know all about them for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. But anyway, I mean, they're ninth in Serie A. I mean, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. It's just not. So I just think that, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, we, everybody, a lot of people like Mourinho for what he is and his personality and like, you know, how into himself he really is and all that stuff. But as far as management is concerned, I, I just think that he's not an elite anymore. He's not an elite coach. I, I think saying he's even a good coach could be a stretch at this point. And, you know, he kept talking about how he kept flirting with the Saudi league. He'll do it down the road. Well, looks like he'll get to do that a lot sooner than you thought. So you can enjoy that money. But um, or work on television. He'd be great at that. But I don't know. I, I, I think him managing in, like, the top flight, in my I, – I, I think it's over unless some team gets really desperate. I, uh, I'm just going to put this out there now, not to make this about my team. I do not want him back at Chelsea. <laughs> I will be very upset if they bring him back a third time. Please don't do this to me. I don't want chaos. And that's what he brings. True. So, good, yeah. Good chaos. I, I think you're overreacting a little bit. I mean, he just made the Europa League final last season. Uh, okay. I mean, I think he's still a good coach. I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to say it's a stretch that he's still a good coach. I, 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 I get the elite point. That I mean, he's sense. falling off a cliff. No, I mean, I mean, two years you don't think he's falling off a cliff? But listen, let, let me play. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but if you told Jose Mourinho that uh, an achievement, like if you told him ten years ago 
that getting to the Europa League was a massive accomplishment. Oh, you say that's absurd. Roma context. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me defend him here. I'm gonna say because Mourinho was kind of openly talking about um, how Roma doesn't spend money. I, I like that's a big part of why they also aren't doing better. Um, and and I, I mean because he was so outspoken of that, maybe that was also part of the reason that. Roma decided to sack him because he was just demanding maybe too much money or more action in the transfer windows. But I mean, it, it's just that that that's my only like point to defend him, really, because there's not it was just limited resources is the point. And I think that's a problem across Italy as a whole. Uh, if you look at the entire league, yeah. nobody's going to be able to spend as much as Premier League teams. But, you know, besides Inter, I can't really think of teams that you know progressively year in year out are spending um, a good amount of money maybe Milan as of late I know they had to sell Tonali to bring in players like Chukwueze and Pulisic loft his cheek but besides those two like Atalanta doesn't spend a lot of money um, Lazio's made a couple signings here and there Juve's kind of been in a financial situation for you know the last couple years so they don't really spend as much but Roma I think you know, they've brought in some big names over the last couple of years. So, you know, while he doesn't have the financial backing that he had at Chelsea or Manchester United, he brought in Lukaku, brought in Dybala. Before he got injured, he had Tammy Abraham, who was brought in for a pretty hefty fee, um, especially when you consider what country he is managing in. So I think Mourinho still has a good you know, relationship with his players, with the fans, which has been maybe the best relationship he's had with fans, you know, throughout his career. Um, I think Roma fans have loved him. Um, but I think Jacob's right, though, in his in-game tactics. I think that's where he's fallen off. Um, I just think, you know, changing things up at halftime, you know, making the correct substitutions, you know, maybe that's down to not having the greatest of depth at Roma. But I think that's where he's maybe, you know, taken a bit of a step down. Um, I think he's still a great man manager. Um, I think he you know, still has a good relationship with the fans, but I think Jacob's right in saying that, you know, in a top side trying to compete for a league or a champions league or a Europa league. I think that's probably true in the fact that, you know, maybe he's just not at the same level he was at years ago, but I, I think he still could potentially be managing in Europe uh, as soon as next year. I don't know if he goes to Saudi. Um, the money's absolutely there, but I mean, as we'll talk in a little bit, that league's not in the greatest of moments, uh, particularly from a player side. So, um, yeah, I think Marino's still got some gas left in the tank, but certainly as a management, a man manager, good in-game manager, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not seeing it as much. I think Mourinho's going to be coaching a national team next. Yeah, I, I, I can agree. see that. I, He'll be I, waiting for I, I think that's a mistake if any country hires him, but okay. I just think they're going to underachieve. I don't think they're going to get anything. I mean, if they, if they want publicity, then they can do it. I, I don't oh. think they want attention. I mean, Andrew, he doesn't win anymore. He's not he an elite. Andrew, yeah, but like, league, if you think about league. the difference in, in Jacob, club and international, Jacob. it's not as many games, and it's yeah. like mm, you can at least good point. have your pick of the best you know, international players of that country. So, and then as Christian said, you know, He's, he's a very good, like, uh, a coach with pl- a player's coach sort of thing. So I feel like he could still get the best out of them, even 
if it's not as many games, but I, I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. Jacob, here's an interesting question. For a national team, who would you rather have right now? Jose Mourinho or Jurgen Klinsmann? <laughs> I lose regardless. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess Mourinho. So he could still coach. But where, is Jurgen Klinsmann employed? South Korea. South Korea. So, <laughs> South Korea is a good side. South Korea is yeah, the second are. best team in Asia. Which isn't, you know, something to slouch over because Japan is one That's of the because they're best. actually allowed to play. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar. Uh, Japan, Japan's one of the better teams that doesn't get enough love. That's very true. That's very true. Jacob, Jacob's not seeing it. <laughs> you lost me at South Korea. <laughs> I mean, they're a good side, Jacob. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure that, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to wax poetic over South Korea. <laughs> Wish you could have Son. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. well, I, Pretty much every one team player. Yeah, I would feel that way. That's one player. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're getting depth. I mean, that's like saying that Gabon is good because they have a bombing. I mean, no, no, come break. on. No, they have the center back. Wolves. Yep. Yep, the striker. They got, they got the center back from Bayern. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay. Yeah, I, I always forget his name. Napoli. <laughs> uh, and then he yeah went to Bayern. But yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I just don't. I think the Mourinho it factor thing is just gone. I think it's very much dead. And I think he's like, if he was a car, he'd be running or like a battery. He'd be running on like like e. Like it's just dead to me. <laughs> I I don't I, I think like remember how like when we we watch Wenger for like seven years just be incredibly mediocre and they wouldn't get yeah. rid of him. That's yeah. where Mourinho's at now. I, I, I honestly I, I think that yeah, it's gonna get, it's not getting any better. I think it's going to get worse. Though. It's a much different context. I don't know. I I just don't see it anymore. Here's my thing. You're saying car battery. Let's jumpstart that battery. We'll get it back <laughs> running. Find a way. Jose yeah. Mourinho's my guy, so I I I, I have <laughs> he, to back. He used to be my guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. Right. I think that's enough yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what I will mention too before we move on, uh, Roma is actually only five points out of top four. Um, the like middle of the top ten is like so jam packed in Italy right now. So. De Rossi's in a decent position, but although he did not have a good run at Spal, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, who were relegated from Serie B to Serie C, I think that was his only job. So if we're going off experience and his resume, it's not very good. So he kind of just needs the new manager bounce to hit really quickly. Um, otherwise, I don't know if Roma is good enough to finish in the top four. But um, that's enough of Roma for now. Let's move over to England, which uh, pretty big news. Financial breaches hitting both Nottingham Forest and Everton for a second time this season. Um, kind of surprising. Again, didn't really expect it, um, especially for Everton. Forest, you know, have spent a lot of money and bought a lot of new players in since coming to the Premier League. But Everton getting a second charge is pretty surprising. So, Andrew, I'll start with you. When you heard this, uh, what was your initial thought? I was outraged. I, I I feel so bad for the Forest supporters. I feel so bad 
for the Everton supporters. Uh, they, they've gone through some hell. Uh, and I, I really, I, I, I'm really rooting for them the rest of the way through this season. They, they both don't get relegated. Uh, the fact that Manchester City has, what was it, 192 breaches? Oh, I don't think it was. Yeah, it was like a hundred, like hundred something. I, 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 it should be infinite breaches. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and nothing's happened yet. Um, I was of the standpoint that okay, maybe they're waiting to you know strip a title from them or something. But I, I, it's it, this just isn't this. I mean, this is supposed to be fair play. This is not fair play. <laughs> this is the opposite yeah. of that. Um, and I mean. It, 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 these um, these breaches are for like uh, it's like uh, for wrong inputs and financial statements, right? It's, this is that, like, who that cares? Were, that were, that, Why that were, then, this... that were then corrected? Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I I I I don't have a clue what's going on um, with within the FA to you know dish out this punishment to these clubs that don't I don't think deserve it. Um, okay. And um, I, I, I hope I hope the appeal um, uh, comes out strong. That's that's all I could say. This is all stupid to me. I mean, like, why why kick a, a man down while he's already on the ground? I mean, like, we're talking about Everton and Nottingham Forest. Like, it's not like they're like cheating to the point where like it's making them any better. I mean, they stink. Who cares? I mean, like, it's like, it seems like the FA was just bored. So they go, oh, who can we, we punish today? Oh, I know. Let's punish Everton again and Nottingham Forest because they, like, are competent again with the new manager. I mean, like, really? Like, like based on the stuff that you guys tell me about, like, what this is about, it, this is so minor. I yeah. mean, this is like, I don't know. It's just like, I just think it's all a bunch of crap and it's really stupid and it's nonsensical. I don't really understand what the, the, the point is. We're just going to take more points away. Well, I mean, if you want these teams out of the Premier League so badly, just have these refs rig the games. I mean, you, you want it to happen so much already. VAR is a mess. This whole, you know, they, they, they want to take up, you know, 80 minutes just looking at freaking calls that we know. It, they they have to take ten minutes just to look at the call. Then they have to get approval from the person watching it in the booth, and then they have to be telling people like, like, if if everyone at home can see it, why can't you? This is again separate thing, but it's just the FA to me is like a mess. And yeah, I don't really understand like why they feel so strongly about this. I mean, it's Everton and Nottingham Forest. If they again, if they were cheating so uh, strongly, don't you think they'd be a hell of a lot better? Yeah. I mean, like, come on. That's just me. Ricardo, what are you thinking? I mean, if it's like wrong inputs or whatever, I feel like at some point every club has done that. Like, that can't just be those two clubs and Everton being punished for the same breach twice like that uh, i i know that's for a difference I, I, know, I know that's for last year and the other one was for the year before but 
I, again, I don't know why it's all also just happening at once for everything. It's just like, why Why did this one also just happen faster than the other one? And I don't know. It just, none of it really makes sense to me. And it's just like, like if, if these clubs get relegated because of these points deductions, I mean, they're going to be even more in, in more financial trouble. I mean, just from all the cuts and like slashing of wages and, and all this when, when teams get relegated. Like that's a whole different issue. Like that that could just be like like just really really bad for uh, the financial state of really those two clubs specifically who are already trying to like stay within the the FA's rules. Which again, I don't really understand. So I mean, it's just to me, I'm just annoyed. And yeah, again, I just go back to the city plan that Andrew brought up. I was like, where where's their punishment? When are they gonna get? And anything like <laughs> is it ever gonna happen like I, I, this can't be like a double standard here like it's just like if they have way more breaches and everton only has two and then like the, i don't know make it make sense is my point well in, in, i'm sorry christian i guess i know you're gonna go uh the original everton breach wasn't it because they underspent Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was something something with losses. Yeah, I think that's that's the correct word. Surpassed like a threshold or something. Yeah, I think it was all that's the correct word. Of losses, right? Yeah, yeah. So, So, yeah, I mean, to me, that's uh, that's insane to deduct points for that. Um, Maybe some other uh, violation, but yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, I, I agree with all of you. I think if you're not going to punish City, then it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me to punish the smaller clubs. Because, I, I don't know, from their point of view as in the FA, maybe it's because they don't want a club at the size of City and their stature throughout the world to, I don't know what the notion would be, whether they get dropped to the championship. I, you can go as far as you want, I guess. Um, cause it's 115 breaches. Um, this is a, like, it's not like two or three, this is much more than anything that the two clubs were mentioning have done. And, you know, if city was getting punished for this, you know, throughout the years, I would say, okay, I guess it makes sense. Cause forest, you know, they've bought upwards of 40 players in over the last two seasons and haven't done a lot of selling. I know they're big you know, guy they let go of was Brennan Johnson, who was for about 40 ish million to Tottenham. But besides that, they haven't really sold players for big fees. So if we're talking about the threshold and the rules and the percentage of losses versus gains, I'm sure they are in the rules. Um, I'd be shocked to be honest, because, you know, 40 plus players is going to come up to a big fee, especially when you talk about the names they brought in. When you talk about more Gibbs White, which was for I think for a club record fee, um, they brought in players from Europe like Felipe, Renan Lodi, who's now going to Saudi, but he was there last season. I mean, you could just talk about all these different names. Even Killer Navas was there for half a season. Um, so Forrest has done a ton of business. I wouldn't be surprised if they aren't under the rules that the FA has created. But again, if you're going to punish these two clubs, you need to punish Manchester City. And I'm not saying this is, you know, someone who is just waiting for city's downfall. I mean, just as a fan, as a neutral, all of us want to see, you know, a fair punishment for each team that's, you know, under 
are breaking the rules. Um, so I, I don't understand it. Um, as you guys have mentioned, I think both of these clubs are in serious danger of going down if they lose another 10 points um, because Luton Town's climbing slowly but surely. Burnley's actually had a little bit of a better run of form as of late. So um, I think one, if not two of these clubs with another 10 points deducted would probably go down. Um, yeah. I, it's it's really unfortunate. And for the fans of these two clubs, it is the worst thing to happen for them because Everton's got a new stadium coming in, um, which I'm sure they have to pay for. And not being in the Premier League will make that much more difficult. Forrest, again, as you mentioned, Ricardo, are going to lose so many different players and, you know, they're going to have to find a way to kind of balance their squad out in the championship because, you know, 40 plus players, that's a very difficult thing to do. So they're going to lose their big names. You know, the guys that they're paying a hundred plus K a week. Uh, I think this is a terrible situation for them. And we'll see if either of them either a don't get punished or two even stay in the league if they were deducted points. But uh, this is certainly an ongoing situation, so uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this throughout the rest of the season. But that's enough of those two clubs. Let's move on to some transfer news slash rumors. First one we'll start off, which was announced by Fabrizio about a couple hours ago, maybe even less than that. Jordan Henderson is off to Ajax. Um, he's left the Saudi Pro League after being <laughs> for just six months, uh, which is the most bizarre thing ever. Um in an attempt to try to get into the Euro squad, he's going back to Europe to try to play in a top eight-ish league um, for a team that's, you know, very, been very underwhelming this season in Ajax. Um, Ricardo, I'll start with you. What did you think of this? And for his point of view, what does this kind of look in terms of getting to the Euro squad? I'm just going to say, shouldn't have left in the first place. I mean, chasing the money. I mean, that's literally what the league is, the, the Saudi league is. So, what did you expect? Like the league was obviously nowhere near the like the quality of any of the top European leagues. So the fact that you know it's not even just him. I mean, I, I know we're gonna bring up a couple other players, but it's just like to me, I'm laughing at it. I was like, you guys did this to yourselves. Like, <laughs> and I know we're not like experts on it, but like obviously they were bringing you. You wanted the money. It's like you didn't care about the quality of play, and maybe you didn't think about you know, international play and, you know, Henderson kind of rethinking that and which is why he kind of is going to IX in the first place. So um, does he make it to the squad? I mean, he might. He's still, um, I mean, still very experienced, but it's not like he's been gone for years. So um, at least he might still have a chance there. But I, I just, I just think it's funny that all these players are just like so unhappy and, you know, it's like money can't buy you happiness, you know, like it's, it's that sort of thing. It's just like if you wanted to win like legitimate trophies, why the hell are you going to the Saudi League? Like those are just those are like Mickey Mouse trophies. Who the hell cares? Nobody watches them. Like <laughs> it's a joke of a league. But yeah. <laughs> Jacob, Chelsea were interested in Henderson. What did you think? Were about? they actually? Uh, he, there was interest in the Premier League, I think, at that at that least, I was interested. In I know you point. were. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I, I thought he would have been really that good for Chelsea. They need a lot. They need experience, especially in the midfield, and he would have done that. He would have filled both of those things. But you know, he's 
they don't want experienced veteran players that you know have been through tough situations that know how to handle murky waters and you know win important win trophies and win games but you know that's beside the point um as far as henderson's concerned look he tried something out it didn't work he wants to do something else good for him i mean it's hard to turn down that kind of money i'm sorry i mean when you're him you're not like super old but you've won you've won the premier league you won a champions league you've won a lot i mean I understand Saudi Arabia is not the greatest with uh, human rights, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe you want to experience something. Try something new. It didn't work. Now he gets to go to a different country. Uh, it's, just, it's not like, and again, I mean, when he, even in the Saudi League, I don't think he signed for that big of a fee. In all honesty, was, I don't think, I really don't think it was like this insanely large fee that he signed for. And the, what he's getting at Ajax is not going to be that big either. So I, I think he just wants to, play i think he probably had hopes that it would be something better than it was i'm pretty sure he's at he was at the team that stevie g steven gerrard was managing so i think there must have been some attraction there but you know ix have struggled this year we'll see what he can do for them and yeah i think as far as him being in the england team i think i think he has a shot because i think southgate will want some experience on the team they are very young and i don't think it would hurt to have at least one guy that's been around a while that can be a real leader. So I, from that perspective, I do think that there's a chance that he could still be in the England team. But yeah, I mean, for Jordan Henderson, I mean, we'll see what, what his, happens with the rest of his career. You know, he's not as old as he seems because he's been around a while. He really isn't that old. I think he's like 32. Uh, you would have thought he was 38. I mean, I, I you know, I'm just being honest, but with the way that people talk about him. But, yeah, I mean, I think he'll be fine. Wasn't Southgate still trotting him out there while he was playing Prob- in Saudi? Yes, probably. He, during international windows, he, he was still in the Zero squad. qualifiers, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he was – I mean, sure, if he stayed maybe longer, maybe he was in danger of losing his spot. But, I mean, it wasn't like Southgate was going to do that anytime soon i i sure i still think so if if henderson stayed in saudi i still think he would have made the euro squad because mm-hmm. at the south he's a southgate guy um so I, I i don't know if that's really what he was thinking about i think he just wanted to get the hell out of saudi uh which i, mean, I guess i don't blame him for uh but looking at ix ix is interesting to me like you you don't you rarely see yeah. you usually see the young players moving out of ix to go to a bigger club and here's Jordan Henderson uh, escaping for refuge in, in the <laughs> Netherlands. Um, I mean, Ajax right now, we, we were talking about all season how they've been struggling. Right now they're fifth in the Eredivisie. Uh, and they're 11 points off uh, Feyenoord, or second. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of traction to make up, especially in, with a good Feyenoord side. But, I mean, they, I could see them potentially climbing up, um, you know, They've been in good form lately. They've won four of the last five in, in, in the league. And it's not like the Eredivisie is that tough of a league. Uh, so I could see them jumping up quite a bit here, um, especially if Henderson's uh, uh, veteran leadership. Uh, I think that he'll be uh, a big factor in the, the youthful Ajax side um and their growth so i i, I think it's it, i think it's cool from that aspect that they have a veteran like jordan henderson um but i think 
I, I agree with uh, everyone else. Uh, I think he was looking for a bigger club than Ajax. I like. I think he was looking for a better opportunity uh, uh, than even Saudi um, originally. Uh, I think he just wanted to have a, a stay in the stay in the limelight while making a lot of money. Um, and like you guys said, he's not going to be doing that in the Netherlands, but maybe they can boost his status back up. Maybe this could be a good uh, rehabilitation for him. Uh, so now I'm going to send it over to the Liverpool supporter here who, who has his <laughs> Dominic Sobosly shirt. Do you have a Henderson jersey? I do. Yeah. I had a feeling. I think I got it <laughs> two seasons ago, um, if I remember correctly. But um, back to what you said, Jacob, I don't remember the fee because he wasn't out of contract at Liverpool, but I – it must have it been less than twenty million. Yeah. Um, he was on seven hundred k a week though in Saudi. Uh, it was it was twelve million. Yeah, twelve million. Yeah, it didn't feel like a large <laughs> fee at the time. Uh, two and a half year deal at Ajax makes a lot of sense. Um, I do agree, Andrew. I think he would have been in the England squad regardless of where he was playing his club football. Um, it feels very similar to a situation like Connor Cody at the Euros, and I don't know if he was in the World Cup squad, but kind of a guy that. You know, really good off the pitch. If Henderson plays in the World Cup, or excuse me, the Euros um, in Germany, I'll be really surprised. Um, I think the depth in England's midfield is getting much and much stronger. Um, maybe more bot. There's more. There's definitely more bodies there. At least I know a lot of guys like Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips, not playing a lot of um, football at the moment, but those are guys that are still going to be in the mix, whether they're playing or not. I think Southgate takes both of those players as long as they're fit. Um, but Henderson's point of view, I think, makes a ton of sense. Ajax is a weird situation. I know we got a chance, the four of us, to kind of keep an eye on them in Brighton's Europa League group. And my goodness, they were terrible um, in that competition. Uh, there were so many games where they were just scrapping away leads. They were giving up too many goals. Um, so Henderson fits in perfectly. I think adding a player with that much experience in their midfield um, for a team that's still in the conference league because they finished third in their group. Um, as you mentioned, Andrew, still potentially fighting for a league title. It's going to be a large number to overturn, but, um, you know, we've seen that lead be taken away from teams like Arsenal last year in the, in the English Premier League. So who's to say it can't happen in the area of Dizzy um, with a fine R team that's, you know, got some young players that aren't experienced. By the way, that's not for the title. I, I'm just saying for a Champions League spot. Okay. Okay. They're they're far off. For, PSV is number one. They they're no one's catching PSV. They're undefeated still. So, yeah, no, um, so no one's catching PSV. Right. Um. So I, I think from that point of view, it makes a ton of sense for Ajax. Um. They might lose Steven Bergwine. Um. I've heard some rumors about that and potential move out of the club. I know he's been very um, displeased with the way it's gone. So. Adding a guy with Henderson experience takes makes a ton of sense. Um, and I think with or without, um, you know, European football um, for him, you know, being in the conference league is still a much better thing to have than playing in Saudi pro league. I think that's pretty clear. Um, but right now for the Saudi pro league, it make it's a bad look. Um, one of the key guys that kind of pushed this movement, um, someone that was talking about growing the game in that con in that country, you know, the fan base is, you know, adding to that. So 
losing a guy that kind of was pushing for that narrative, uh, really bad luck for the league as a whole. But um, let's move on to another player who's still in the Saudi Pro League but could be on his way out, and that's Kareem Benzema, who's been very um, frustrated. Um, you know, not not a team that's competing for a league title. I know Al Nasser's by far, I think, um, up there. But Kareem Benzema's got some links. I know there was an ESPN report today that he's – potentially on the move, uh, potentially to Chelsea. Um, Jacob, I'll start with you as our Chelsea supporter. Um, with Benzema potentially on the move, uh, would you want him at the club? Uh, absolutely. Um, it would be nice if my team could wake up and uh, do something. They <laughs> they spent the entire window, uh, winter window last year, signing players left and right, like N0 Fernandez for absurd amounts of money. <laughs> Um, and we'll see, and you see how that's worked out, uh, glowingly well. Um, but, and then they, and then I keep hearing rumors that they want to sell Armando Broya, that they want to sell Conor Gallagher, not that those two are like <laughs> stars. Um, but if you're going to sell players, add players. And another thing, when I say add players, I mean players that can play now, not in five years now. No more teenager signings. Enough. Stop signing players that can't contribute to the team right right away. What's the point? We're just gonna keep them? What is it like? It's like it's a like, it's like storing something in a locker. <laughs> it's like it's like having a storage unit. You're never gonna go back to it. You're just gonna sit there and say collecting dust. I mean Look, he could be another guy that can wear the number nine and fail miserably. I- I'm all for it. Um, but uh, look, listen, Armando Broya is terrible. I-, I I can't take it anymore. He makes me miss Nicholas Jackson. He does. That's how bad he is. <laughs> that, well, that's how bad he is. <laughs> I mean, he's awful. All he does is put his hands up. He's never in the right position. He never knows how to hit, hold on to the ball. He just... He's just not good. I mean, he's just uh, it's a makes me makes my eyes hurt, makes my head hurt when I have to watch him play. Although, who knows if Christopher freaking the cuckoo ever comes back? So, because you know he, you know, because we can't have nice things. Um, but I want Ch- I just want Chelsea to sign someone that can play now. I mean, they they just got to eighth. I mean, don't you want to make the team better? The manager said, I need more players. Like, you know, like, I need a better squad. And he does. It's not murderer's row that he's got um, 1 to 11 or on the bench as well. So, you know, I think he'd be great. Or I, I think he'd be better than what they have now. That's what I really should say. He's better than what they have now. I don't care how old he is. It's not going to lead him for a long time. And if it goes well, great. Then we have a... a uh, a temporary fix to a problem that has been going on for a very long time. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna go to Chelsea. I don't think he would, should want to go to Chelsea. If he wants to win, he should not go to Chelsea. Um, I think he should. I don't know if Real Madrid would take him back, but I think, I think they should think about it. I mean, he was still pretty darn good last year, right? I, yeah. I, I just think he might as well go back. In all honesty, he's familiar with the team. Familiar with the league. 
That's what I think you should do, in all honesty. I don't I mean, think they'll take him back. They, nah, well, well they should. I, I, I don't, you're, you're not wrong. You're not, you're, to, you're not wrong at all. Um, you'd be a perfect fit even at this stage. But I mean, they're, they're, Madrid's in desperate need for a true striker. Uh, so I mean, Benzema would be the ideal fit the way he plays. Um, but I think Madrid has too much juju right now. Good, too much good juju. Uh, you know, this yeah. current setup. Um, you think he's going to bring bad juju? No, no. I'm just saying that I wouldn't mess with something that's good. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Real Madrid's in very good form right now. And so I, I'd say, you know, keep running with what you got. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, if you could find some improvement to, like, the back line or uh, a left back, uh, no, or, you know, a full, whatever, a fullback. I mean, just whatever. You want Marco Correa? Uh, no. no. Um, we We're fine, guys. Yeah. We swap. How about we swap? Carlo guy for Lamendi. Best. Le- <laughs> He's back in the world. Love. Him. Um. But um. I I just think Benzema is looking for a change of scenery, uh, even from Madrid, and uh, I I mean Chelsea. I, I Chelsea be a good spot for him. They won't do it. Because it would be a good idea. That's why they won't do it. <laughs> United. No. No, that was just a idea. <laughs> I mean, um, he's more proven than than Hoyland is. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know what? No, in all honesty, they won't do it. They haven't really. This window's been really uneventful, in my yeah. personal opinion. It's been almost worse than MLB free agency. That's how boring it's been. Timo Werner. We'll get it. We'll get. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, Jacob's right though, because Tottenham's been the most active team. Which is saying something. Because they, because Levy almost never opens up the checkbook, especially in the middle of the year. He never opens up the checkbook. <laughs> but hey, it's a new world. Yeah, twenty twenty four. We got to. <laughs> everything's different, I guess. <laughs> Now I, I will say this real quick. I, I I I it's it's oh how the tables have turned. Two months ago Jacob was clamoring for Armando Broya. <laughs> I know. This I is wrong. true. Yeah. He was clamoring for him. He's like, I you know. have Armando time. I know, I was so <laughs> wrong. And, and I don't know. Wasn't his first I, match against Fulham? I must have, he scored? Yeah, and he scored. I must have been on gummies that day. I don't know what the hell was wrong with me. <laughs> what is he, mad dog? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, maybe I maybe I was watching a different game. Maybe I was dreaming too much. Oh my god, was I so wrong about him? Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I knew I shouldn't have been positive. I should have just stuck to my gu- my guns and just uh, <laughs> not that I vote. I I never had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, just to quickly finish up on Benzema, I think still got enough where he could perform in the Premier League. Um, I think it was 29 goal involved, 29 goals in all competitions last year for Real Madrid. Um, you know, maybe not the numbers he was having, you know, two or three seasons prior to that, but he was still one of the best strikers in Europe last year, um, even at his age, which is pretty remarkable. I, I think Real Madrid, again, as Jacob mentioned, would make sense, but, you know, they have everything going right. I think Real Madrid's in contention for, a league and a champions league with the current squad they have. So why mess what you got going right now? As for Chelsea, I think it makes all the sense in the world. If Broya is gone, 
Um, no Jackson for probably the rest of January and maybe even early February because Senegal is going to get deep into the Af- AFCON. Um, one of you know the clear favorites. So if you can get Benzema in straight away, um, a guy who can you know take the chances because Chelsea has wide players that are going to create havoc. Cole Palmer's been doing that. Raheem Sterling, um, Madueke. So there's guys getting into those areas, but nobody's able to finish them. They can't um, score. <laughs> but Benzema, for you know the last ten to fifteen years, has been one of the best finishers in Europe. Um, so you would think <laughs> the thing I, I, that they never ever ever do the thing that they were don't look at when they sign strikers he's the freaking best at but nope let's not do it (laughs) i'll say this about benzema too before we uh, move on he's he's very much a plug and play player he he can fit in a lot of different systems i think as a pure nine um and in bad ones Exactly. That's my point. So, uh, so I, I, I he could really go anywhere and be any top club, and he'd be fine. Um, yeah, uh, I do think Chelsea, and I would say Arsenal too. But my worry is with Gabby Jesus, Eddie and Ketia. I, I don't know if that's going to upset the changing room. I think Benzema is by far better than both of them as a finisher. Um, yes. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to question that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think if, if they really truly want to be in the title race, they need an upgrade at the nine. Um, Ivan Tony's not going anywhere. I think that's kind of, unless somebody throws a hundred million at Brentford. What's that whacking finger for? You know, what's funny. It would have been funny. They they got Timo Werner now. What if they got, what if Spurs, no, what if Spurs went after Benzema before they got Werner? (laughs) <laughs> that would be, oh, I'd, I'd be, I, so that would be such a weird oh my god i'd be so angry Benzema under Pasta, Ange would be that'd be weird yeah I, I don't strange. know if that would fit I, I don't yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know if it would work it would work fuck <laughs> <laughs> would just right. be worried we'll, we'll see where benzema <laughs> winds up in january but uh let's move on to um, some of the weekend fixtures, which um, two of our two of our guys, Andrew and Ricardo, were very pleased to play Barcelona off the pitch. Four oh. one win, <laughs> Super Cup final. Ricardo, I'll start with you. How are you uh, feeling after that performance? Campione, campione. <laughs> oh, I feel great. I mean, that was, I mean, four one. First half hat trick by Vini. Let me let me just say. I, mean, I have to call Xavi out because his tactics were absolutely oh, atrocious. Oh, no. um, that's first and foremost. I mean, when you're playing such a high back line and against speedy players, players who have pace in Vini and Rodrigo, and your defenders aren't exactly fast and can't keep up with them, like, what did you expect was going to happen? Like, the first two goals were such, like, like, examples of how wrong it like Xavi got it like it was just a ball from Jude uh and, and you could argue you know Iñaki Pena probably could have come out or whatever but I mean still Vinny blew by all of them every single no one was catching him and, and he just dribbles it past Iñaki Pena and just puts it in one nil 
then and then it's like a few minutes later it's Carvajal puts in a ball to Rodrigo who's just on side he's on his own side of the field the Literally the entire back line is at the halfway line. What are you doing, Xavi? Like, you not learned from the first goal. Like, and then Rodrigo's sprinting again. No one's catching him. He just squares a ball to Vinny, gets a brace, and I mean, seriously, it was just pathetic from from Xavi. And you know, credit to Ancelotti for you know taking advantage of those poor tactics. Um, and, and I will say, you know. Real Madrid kind of let Barcelona get back into the game a little bit and Lewandowski scored, and then they woke up again. And then, um, then Vinny uh, drew the penalty and, and finished it for the, the hat trick in 39 minutes, which only I think it was six other players or five other players have done. Not even Cristiano Ronaldo did that, Jacob, but um, <laughs> the goal, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> but um, I mean, seriously, just. From start to finish, it was just all Real Madrid. And, I mean, then Rodrigo added the goal in the second half. But, seriously, it was just pathetic on Xavi's part. And <laughs> just <laughs> it just was embarrassing, seriously. Like, I was just laughing the entire time. We just could, like, the first two goals were just bad. Like, you can't concede those. Like, you uh, were laughing? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was, Yeah. yeah. I was laughing yeah, Monday night. All right. Besides the point, <laughs> that's a different topic. But um, yeah, no, that, that was, um, it felt really good. And I text you guys this. I don't really care what the competition is. I mean, I know the least, the least, even preseason, I like somewhat care about because it's El Clasico. That's just how much I hate. You always Barcelona. have to care. It's, it's like, exactly. it's like it's how I care like... about winning the summer cup. <laughs> It's like if it's El Clasico, I don't care. I don't want Barcelona winning at all. Like I just, I hate them Good. so much. But yeah, no, that that was just like, all right, we got an, an added another trophy, one less for Xavi, and probably you know all the 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 rumblings of him losing the locker room are coming out. I'm just like, this is exactly what I want to hear. This Did is you see exactly- the picture of John Laporta at the game? He was like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh yes. I was like, this is what we want to see. He looks like Ange. He looks like Big Ange without a beard. (laughs) (laughs) I just was like, oh, that's who he looks like. He looks like Big Ange without (laughs) looks like Spanish Big Ange. But uh, that's I didn't think about that. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but um, yeah, that's my whole spiel on it. And uh, yeah, four one. Yeah, love it. Every second of it. Few thoughts. First, the elephant in the room. Xavi's probably still whining that his players gave up. <laughs> How about you take some accountability? I don't care about the quality of the grass, Xavi. I don't care. I don't care you if your play, players gave stadium? Your, your, <laughs> yes. your players gave up on you, Xavi. You. You're the problem. And uh, I, I hate that he can't take accountability. I can't believe it. I'm going to say it. I feel bad for the Fragilona fans <laughs> for having to deal with this baby as their manager. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides the point. 4-1. I, I did not expect 4-1. I I, I had 2-1 as my prediction. I, I, I mean, it, this just shows how down bad Fragilona <laughs> are right now. I mean, Jules Kunde, where was he? Where was he? 
Run on the roll. I, I, he just straight up. He just kicked. Uh, was it Rodrigo? He kicked for the uh, second yellow. Uh, he kicked Vinny on the second. It was Vinny. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was insane. That was stupid. It was just the perfect encapsulation of the match. It was total chaos for Barcelona. Uh, Madrid just owned the whole match. Uh, I was very happy that Carlos started looning. Uh, that's I, I, we, we were predicting. We were saying last week, oh, he's gonna start Kappa because you know he's, he's gonna, great. He wants to stay consistent. No, he's not. Kappa <laughs> uh, great don't go together. No, well, I'll say you haven't watched enough. There's, <laughs> there's Jacob. There's even rumors they could even send him back to Chelsea in season. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane, but we'll, um, give you, we'll give you Robert Sanchez as a constellation. No, you, you'll need a backup, you'll need a backup. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a swap, we'll swap. Uh, we'll just know. find, we'll find, we'll make a deal with PSG to bring back Killer Navas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather do that at this point. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it, it was, it was great. I, I, Antonio Rudiger, uh. I, I thought My he was old. I thought he was old and slow at this point. Oh, but, how man, dare he, you. he was the uh, how dare you? He was the best defender on the pitch. Have respect. I, I love Rudiger. Champions League Ricardo winner. Knows, Ricardo knows, knows I love Rudiger. FA Come Cup on. winner. Of course. Come I on. I love Rudiger too. Stop it, Jacob. Oh but, no, I will not stop. But it. he here's my point. Rudiger looked like he was 10 years younger. He looked like Chelsea <laughs> then... Rudiger. He looked like Chelsea Rudiger, probably. That's what he looked like. <laughs> He looked like FA Cup final Tony Rudiger against Man United <laughs> circa 2017. Oh man, but that was a great match to see. Uh, I was um, disappointed in Barcelona. I was hoping for a better fight from him, uh, but wow. Vinny Junior is too much to contain. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I know you mentioned the hat trick. He came in the first half. It was the first half hatch. 39 minutes. 39 yeah. minutes took for Vinny to destroy Barcelona. It's <laughs> hopes and dreams. And also, uh, I, I know I'm all over the place. The Lewandowski goal, not on Lunin. Not on yeah. Lunin at all. Yeah. A ton of bodies in front of the net. I don't blame him. Good strike. Yeah. Capo uh, would not have saved that, Jacob. No. I don't I didn't see it. He wouldn't have seen the ball. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I know I said it last week. But I want to say it again. This is how I'll end. Steve McMenamin. 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 <laughs> he said, whole bunch of white here, Ian. <laughs> uh, uh, and I would think, I think, you know who Xavi reminds me of? You'll like this, Ricardo. Nick Sirianni. I, I quite knew you were going to say something like that. That's a very good comparison, Jacob. That's a yeah, very good wrong. comparison. You're not wrong. I thought you were going to say Mourinho at first. but uh, no, no, I knew he, he was going to some other sport. Yeah, Chavi's just... a La Liga winner. What are you talking about? He's a champion. <laughs> he's, the great, he's like the greatest coach in, in like, uh, uh, what, 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 what was it, Saudi? Hey. What country did I don't he even know where he was. I can't oh, I remember where he coached. Oh, he was he was, he was a player he coach, China? right? He's the greatest manager in in Qatar history. Yeah, but it oh. might have been China. Or it was Qatar. No, it was Qatar. Yeah. It was Qatar. You're right. You're right. He's the greatest Qatar oh, manager in Qatar, league, in Qatar league history. 
I, I don't. I don't think Chavi. I don't. I think Chavi will bounce back. <laughs> I no. I don't. I hope I not. Do. I, I don't. Know, I do. I once that like, once that ESPN report came out too. It said players have lost faith in him. I'm like, oh, okay, he's getting sacked soon. It's over. Yeah, but it's Barcelona, Barcelona, over. Yeah, but they lose faith in every Barcelona manager except Pep once a year. I mean this. No, I mean, but this is this is this is a bad stretch for Barca. This yeah. is a this has been yeah. a really bad stretch. I mean, dude, they, remember when they fired Valverde when they were in first place? <laughs> that was what year was that again? Was that like twenty? 20- but that was just stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. Just to quickly finish on this before Ricardo leaves, um, I think the gap between these two teams is. As and like in the last five years, I don't think it's ever been this big. Um, I just think that Barcelona is a complete mess. Um, I I continue to say that Napoli, who also have problems, could legitimately beat this team over two legs. Um, they have the better striker. Um, yeah. They you know the managers probably suck. Yeah, I don't know right now. Yeah, but that's the only player that I put in like the Barcelona team. Sure, no, but I put in. Uh, I think Enkisa gets in there. The midfielder. Mm. He's yeah. currently. At, I think he's with Cameroon. Um, you, wouldn't the, you wouldn't put the goalie in there. You wouldn't put the. <laughs> well, I just think mean, when you look at two sides, there. Barcelona isn't good enough to beat anyone right now. Um, so no. I think Napoli is going to make that interesting. We'll touch on that in February as it gets closer. But um, yeah, I just think Real Madrid is the best side in Spain. Uh, Girona had a really poor loss or poor drop points against Almeria at the weekend, Good. who are the worst team in the division. So that's <laughs> as bad as it can get for um, them at the moment. I think Real Madrid is going to probably open up the gap in the league. And again, I said it before at uh, beginning of the segment, I think they are one of the favorites to win the Champions League. Is uh, it I think champ- look- yeah, I was gonna say, is it Champions League or bust for Real Madrid? It always, uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but here's the argument against that. They, they, I know I said if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They don't have that true striker, and this, it, 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 you, you can win La Liga without one Champions League. I'm not sure. Nah, you gotta do it. It's fine. Chelsea did it. <laughs> no. I think we can no, do that's, it. That's fair. No, I, I still think Pep, we're, Pep we're, tried we're, to do it. We're definitely a favorite. Don't get me wrong. Pep is absolutely. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Carlo, he's back. He never left. <laughs> well, no, he left when he was when he basically did the DeAndre Jordan thing to Brazil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he was there, and then he just said, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking the job." <laughs> so right, did you notice? Did it, yeah. oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Real I'll quick, real quick, <laughs> real quick. Did he notice that uh, Ancelotti was already on the pitch during walkouts, and Xavi was in the front? No, didn't with Barca in front of the line. Xavi was front of the line. Insane. Nope. Right, right before the lockouts, he, he stood. The TV camera was right there. He saw the camera was there, so he stood there for a few seconds. Moron! What is this guy Fake so talking? Yeah, he's got to get, he's gotta get that close up. Yeah. Anyway, him, him in the black shirt. <laughs> get some sleep. Uh, yeah, for his funeral. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> we go. So, 
And with that note, <laughs> peace out, guys. Peace. <laughs> See you, Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo had to get All right. going. Well, that's uh, that's our discussion on the Spanish Super Cup. Uh, let's uh, move back over to England with some big uh, matches from the weekend. Uh, we'll start off with Manchester United versus Tottenham. Very entertaining match on Sunday. Um, a lot of back and forth. Uh, Spurs dominated most of the possession in the second half, but um, come away with a 2-2 draw. Um, Jacob, I'll start with you. Uh, I know you talked about Timo Werner a little bit before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you think of that match? Oh, I'll just get to him right off the bat. It was the vintage Timo Werner performance. <laughs> a lot of speed, a lot of running, but the worst end product you can find. I mean, he it's I feel like I'm watching Mudrick when he shoots the ball. It's so bad. I mean, when he shoots the ball, it's like he's aiming for the seats. I mean, you he know, can't put anything on net. That 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 viral strike he had in the match. I, I mean, oh, yeah, the one where was right. yeah, that was I like mean, Jarrett Jack, Jarrett Jack's full court heave. <laughs> I remember that. But I mean, again, like he's again. I know he's talented, but like this is what you get with Timo Werner. You're gonna rip you. You're gonna Spurs fans. You're gonna want to rip your freaking hair out. Because he's going to do this to you every week. And there are going to be games where he may play down the middle. And it's going to be worse with the end product. Because he's going to be have great chances to score. And he's not going to do it. Look, yes. And yes, I, I don't like him because he was terrible for my team. But, I mean, look. The proof's in the pudding. The guy's not that good. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't care if Ange is... You know, I don't care what it, it, what Ange ball infusion he can get. It's not going to work. I mean, it worked with the I mean, but you know what? Maybe it will. But I, if I threw my money on it, I would say it's not going to. He'll be fine. I mean, he's a body. He can play up top. And right now with Afcon, they have a lot of people out. Uh, they had a lot of people out in that game against Man United. Their their bench was really really thin. Which to me, if you're United, you're you've got to be kicking yourself because you scored two goals and you lost at home. I mean, no, excuse me, you drew at home, but you really should have won that game because you got Spurs at the best time possible when you consider the fact that they have so many people out of the game. But they they couldn't you know they couldn't sh- uh, close shut the door in that regard. But I mean that that goal by Hoyland was, I mean when this guy puts it on target. It's like he only scores really good goals. <laughs> he can't score a basic tap-in. It's got to be like a highlight goal. Yep, you're right. His Champions League goals are highlight goals. That goal, I mean, he, I mean, that goal, Vicario had no chance of saving that. None. He put it in the, like, the top corner, like impossible to stop. It was a rocket. Like great composure, all that stuff. And good for Rashford for scoring goal. Obviously, he needs it. He needs anything he can get. And United, they did get back with Sandro Martinez and Casemiro. They were both back in the team. I don't know if Casemiro played, but I know Sandro Martinez did. But I know Casemiro was on the bench. Yep. So there is that. So that's good for them. Uh, they they're rumored to get that guy. Uh, how do you say Arahu? How do you say his name? Arahu, uh, the, the the center back from Barcelona that scored the goal. Yeah. Ara- yeah. How do you, Bravo, how do you say his name? Yeah. They've been rumored to get him. Uh, at least they're actually going after people that can help their team now. Um, 
but again, I don't know. I don't know what to do. The problem with United is they always they always play. They, they like to do this where they play really tough against good teams, and then they'll play like again Nottingham Forest and they'll lose. And this isn't just a Ten Hag problem. This was a Mourinho problem. This is a Solskjaer problem. It's been a problem for years. They always play up the competition and down the competition. There's no in between. So, again, trying to figure out what how to fix United, I don't know. But, yeah, my, my yeah, those are my thoughts. United should have won. Timo Werner sucks. And, yeah, that's it. Andrew? I can't really add much. I, I, I really I, – I wasn't that – enthralled with this match in the second half. It's good first half. Entertaining. Goal, goals galore. Um, good for Rashford for scoring. Uh, Timo Werner was a meme. Uh, uh, I, 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 could, I was Right laughing. away. I love that. I love that he was a meme right away. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was getting, <laughs> but, I was, I was getting flashbacks. <laughs> You're just happy using it with Spurs though. Uh, but I mean, I honestly, there's, for it being Spurs, Man U, I have really not much to say, which is kind of crazy. Um, I, I really didn't learn anything about either side. So, Fair enough. Um, I, I wanted to give one shout-out. I think Richarlson has come along in a big way over the last six weeks or so. He's scored six goals in his last eight matches in all comps. Um, and as Jacob mentioned, there are a lot of absentees. Kulisevsky was out with illness. You're missing Son for a while. Pape Sar and Basuma are going to be out for a period of time, and they still are without James Madison. So someone's got to score the goals. Timo Werner had an assist. I don't know how he's going to be in the final third, as you mentioned, both of you. Pretty wasteful, um, but still had a goal contribution. So if Werner's not going to come up with goals, if Brennan Johnson's not going to come up with them, Richarlison's going to have to score the goals in order for Tottenham to remain with an outside chance to compete for a league title, which right now only five points out seems kind of bizarre given that they had a, you know, a little of a slip um, about a month or a month or, you know, six weeks ago, but at least to be in the top four race, someone's got to score the chances. And right now we're Charleston six in his last eight um, for a guy that's kind of been inconsistent um, throughout his Premier league career. I think he deserves a lot of credit for burying his chances, at least as of late. What you're supposed to do, that's what he's put in the team for. But um, for a guy that hasn't done it consistently for Everton, for Watford, and now for Spurs, um, this is coming in a big period for Spurs to really kick on um, throughout January and February. But um, we'll move on to some of Saturday's fixtures. The big one was Newcastle versus Manchester City. Newcastle had a 2-1 advantage. Um, and then the best player in the league, I would say, Kevin De Bruyne came on the field and completely changed the game. So, um, Andrew, I'll start with you. Uh, what did you think of De Bruyne's brief cameo? And what does this do for City's chances in all competitions? First off, this was an incredible match. I, 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 uh, how I said last match, I was not enthralled. I was on the... I mean, I was just sitting down, keeping eyes laser focused on this match for the whole 90 plus minutes. This was so much fun. But um, Newcastle, I mean, you really thought they were gaining control, um, especially in the first half, at the end, at half, at halftime. I mean, 
uh, Anthony Gordon's goal uh, right after that, make it 2-1. I mean, you really thought they were going to have control. And then for most of that second half, but then De Bruyne, like you said, came on the pitch right away. I mean, pretty much. I mean, he came in the, the 69th minute and scored the 74th minute. I mean, right away. <laughs> had an impact. And then, uh, I mean, uh, obviously had that assist for the, uh, for the winner too. Uh, but, I mean, we were talking about all of Man City's uh, problems um, coming coming up to this point. How they needed that creativity that they were missing from De Bruyne most of this season, and he he showed that he hasn't lost a single touch. Uh, you know, coming off that injury, which is very good to see for a uh, Man City supporter. Not good if you're one of the other top clubs in <laughs> in England, yeah. a la. Uh, Christian's Liverpool side, because right. uh, now I think Man City uh, can easily jump back up uh, to first based on this performance. And I mean, I know Newcastle. I mean, they've been they've been they've been struggling lately. Um, but I mean, it's been a lot of injuries for them. Um, I mean, unlucky circumstance. I would consider this an unlucky circumstance. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne coming out of nowhere and just destroy torching them. Uh, so I mean, it's still it's still a uh, quality Newcastle side is my point um, for Man City to do this, turning it on late. Um, and hey, if if they can get contribution from their younger players like Bob, who scored that game winning goal, that was a wonderful goal. I mean, I mean, it, they, then there it's it's over. I mean, man, that that was a fun fun match. Loved it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, I think uh, one thing you didn't touch on and I want to touch on is the fact that Ederson got injured. I think he's a mm-hmm. – Yes. It's a, to me, it's a big deal. I know it's not going to be for a while, but they haven't played a lot of games without him. And I don't really trust Stefan Ortega very much. I thought he looked fine uh, in the game. Uh, tough circumstances, obviously. But Ederson is an elite goalkeeper, and – if you told me what's this position in particular that City does not have any much depth, it's that one. Um, and but I think they're going to be okay. Uh, but again, I mean, De Bruyne is just—he—he <laughs> he really is it. <laughs> I mean, he really is the guy in every sense of the word. Um, he comes on. He's got this awful haircut. I don't know what the hell did he, I, 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 I? I can stop focusing on what the. Some people heck, like it. I think it looks awful. Uh, it just it really threw me off. I'm like I'm like, I'm watching the game. and I'm like, what the hell did he do with his hair? I'm like, what? I'm like, who is that? That's that, that's Kevin De Bruyne. I'm like what? <laughs> but he he's still he's still great. He's an all time great. If you ask me. Um, he, and again, he comes on. Pep makes two two changes. Pep makes uh, lead to two assists and a goal. I mean, that's why he's the best manager in the world. Mm. Stuff like that. Midas touch. I mean, he just knows what to do when it needs to be done. I mean, can you imagine if Cole Palmer was still on that team and got to play at all? <laughs> I mean, it's like an Pep embar- said, though. Sorry. No, go on. What were you going to say? Like, like Pep said, though. I mean, Cole Palmer, he could have had that opportunity. but Oh, he, I, think Pep wanted- every, I, I think Pep for, I mean, you know, think. Here's here's this should be the plan. Take whatever, take city crumbs. That's be Chelsea's plan. Calvin Phillips. 
Done. <laughs> Done. Oh, I'll take it to three minutes. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I get – uh, and I'll talk about uh, Chelsea in a minute, but um, I take him in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's just like this was a typical Newcastle game. Yeah. Yeah. They have their moments. They have a lead. They get you thinking that they're gonna they're gonna turn it around, and then they they just can't finish. They can't close out games. It's plagued them throughout the year. I don't know if this is an Eddie Howe problem. I don't know if this is an injury problem. I don't really, I don't know. It, it it's hard because like I almost think that they they the injury excuses become a little too much at this point at times. Like I mean, we talk about like they're bad at the back. They're like, is this not the same personnel that they had? I mean, I know that the Brofka's there. But I don't think Dubrovka's been bad. I think he's actually no, pretty good. I completely I, agree. I think he's really stepped up. I think that he's kind of made it clear they don't really need to sign another goal. To be fair, he also Dubrovka also had a few very good saves this past. No, I too. know he's good. Very um, good saves. But again, like it, like as far as what the personnel they have at the back, it has it's not that much different than it was last year. Nope. So from that standpoint, it's hard to, I guess, I I, I don't know. I mean. Yes, they have injuries, but you know, I still think they should be a bit better. Again, I, I feel like they've most of the games that they have lost have been to good teams, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like they haven't had that many losses to like really bad teams. I mean, you know, they just they can't beat the the great teams. That's been their thing. They just can't beat the big six teams. Um, but again, to me, City, I mean, they're not lo- They're not unless you take half their team away. They're not. They're going to win the league. I think they still could have won the league without De Bruyne. It would have been a, it would have been a hell of a lot harder, a lot harder. But I still think they could have done it. That's how good they are to me. Um, they have an embarrassment of riches as far as the money that they can spend and the talent that they have. I mean, if you watch the games where they let their young players play, they're really good. <laughs> Like in that like meaningless Champions League game and like those meaningless FA Cup games, or whatever, they're really good. <laughs> I mean, they're a lot better than most people's young players. I'll, I can tell you that. Um, for guys that like you know, you've never heard of, and uh, you know, wait until it, wait until they get Ederson, Holland, and De Bruyne back fully fit. They're going to be unstoppable. So that's simple to me. Jacob, I think you put it perfectly with Newcastle. They only know how to play one way, and you always get the good and the bad in a 90-minute game from them. Again, the two goals they scored were wonderful. Um, Isaac and Gordon are great in transition, and they will punish teams if you even give them the slightest bit of space. Um, but defensively, you know, over 90 minutes, teams like City who can just throw so many different weapons at you are going to be able to break them down. Um, again, Oscar Bob's goal was um, – I, I have not seen someone at his age who doesn't really play that often, you know, dribble around a keeper. I mean, Kieran Trippier has been terrible for the last two months, and his man marking on that brief moment was um, not good for a player of his experience. Um, yeah, I think Newcastle are fine. Again, they're 10th in the league. That's really not where they want to be. A team that really needs uh, European football next year with their financial situation because it seems like one of Isak, 
Gimaraj or Bo- or Sev Botman's going to leave um, to kind of balance out the books. Um, without Champions League, I think that definitely happens. So that's going to be really unfortunate from a Newcastle point of view. But yeah, City's going to be nearly unstoppable. Um, and this is without Erling Haaland too. So um, I think right now, you know, Liverpool are not the favorites to win the league. Um, and them being in the position they are is great and all, but with 18 games to go and De Bruyne close to full fitness now, um, you know, it's going to take him a little longer, but he's already playing 20 plus minutes in a huge match for them. Um, and he was the best player on the field. Uh, it's, it's really scary to think of what they can do, not only in the Premier League, but also in the Champions League, because they have depth everywhere. As Jacob mentioned, Ederson's injuries expected to not be too long. So once they get him back and having their best 11, I think City's going to really cruise um, in both competitions. But we'll uh, finish off our episode with a recap of Chelsea Fulham, which was the early kickoff on Saturday. Uh, 7.30. Not a great game by all means. I didn't get up for it. I had um, to get up at the, the second half. Jacob got to see most of it, I believe. Um, I, uh, Jacob, uh, I'll leave it, leave it right to you. Uh, what'd you think? I had to get up at 7.30 at the crack of dawn for this crap. And yes, they won. But of course, I dozed off for five minutes. And what do I see? Oh, it's wait, it's one nothing. How did that happen? Oh, I missed the freaking penalty goal. The one time I doze off, and this is not going to be that big of a rant, so you know, don't worry, because they won. So I'm, I, I should be in a much better mood about the team. They're in eighth place. I feel like oh, I feel like it's ninth, top. ninth, whatever. Well, they were they were in eighth after that game. As of that moment, as of then, they were in eighth. So I'm talking about like. At that time, I eighth. It's like the new um, fourth. That's how pathetic my team is. It's the new fourth place, eighth place. What a disgrace in that regard. And again, another game. They tried so hard to give it away. Oh my god, they tried so hard. They would. And again, again, more of the same. Should have won by more. More stupid yellow cards. Don't get me started on that. No leadership except Thiago Silva, who has to do all the leadership by himself. I keep I keep hearing them. I, I, I watch Moises Caicedo, and every time I walk away less impressed. Who are you less impressed by, Enzo Fernandez or Moises Caicedo? Or who are you least? Yeah, I, I guess you can answer that. I mean, just you? overall on the team. Overall on the team. Who, who's the like- biggest disappointment? Actually, that's two different questions. Let yeah. answer that's, questions that's first. Too many answers. Okay, uh, start off with Caicedo yeah. versus Fernandez. Yes, they're both really not just uninspiring. Um, Fernandez, I knew wasn't worth the money. Caicedo, I thought was because everyone told me he was, and when they made the move, people said it was smart. So I thought, why don't you believe in that? Maybe this won't be another disaster. And again, like I know he's a holding midfielder, but he but he doesn't impact the game enough. What bothers me is how much he hates having the ball. Can you do stuff with the ball? 
I mean, you make 115 million. No, and you know Brighton. what? I, no, 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 you know no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He doesn't make 150 million. Brighton made 115 million. You gonna correct me now? I mean, it's a big, big difference. So you, you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> um, we're getting his and way, Andrew. Another thing that annoys me is that <laughs> he actually has a decent shot. He just doesn't shoot enough. I had the I mean, one goal going... that was taken away at Spurs. I remember no, that. No, I know, but like he actually can put the ball almost on target. Like that's enough for me to make him want him to do it more. <laughs> I mean, Enzo Fernandez is just like <sighs> I, I just you, you knew it coming. I mean, I, I stop watching the World Cup. Honestly, just stop. Just stop taking stock in a freaking World Cup. What good does it do? Honestly, I mean, as far as like you know, we're gonna crown people based off like a handful of games. It's just like the thing about him is that I know he has talent. I know he's capable of doing good stuff. He just doesn't do it enough. Like he, he tries. I I don't think it's for a lack of effort. I do think he 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 has good. He has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He just doesn't know how to use them the right way. And part of that to me is on the coach, personally. I do think that's part of Pochettino's problem. The problem with Enzo Fernandez is this. He's not a 10, and he's not a 6. So I guess that makes him an 8? Is that what he is? I guess so. But he's not any... But he doesn't... He just doesn't do anything. I mean, again, they had him before. They had a guy named Jorginho who was a better leader, who could score penalties, and cost $100 less. And they gave him the arsenal for nothing. But no, let's go get. And again, they Enzo Fernandez signed with uh, Benfica a year, like a year, less than a year before. How much did he cost? Literally six months, by the way. How much did he cost when Benfica got him? Someone look that up on the fly, please. Yep, Andrew's yep. going to take care of that. Yep. Uh, it's Benfica. it's not going to be much. I I doubt it. Uh, transfer history. Hang on. Forty-four point two five. So they they made. Let me get this straight. So in six months, he goes up almost like like more than fifty mil. I'm being light. Eighty million. It's almost eighty million. It was one hundred and twenty. Yeah, one hundred twenty-one. What did he do? He cure brain cancer. It was it was hundred. It was hundred seven plus add-ons, which would make it one hundred twenty-one. What did this guy do to or to go his value go up that much? It's like he had a Jude Bellingham run. It's not like he was Erling Holland year one or at all. Would he? Would he save the world? Would he cure cancer? Would he could create world peace? <laughs> yeah, Messi won a World Cup. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, so judging off the way he's talking, I think he's more upset with Enzo. Yes, I mean, but he yeah, did say Casado has the talent. He did say that. <laughs> I feel, I think he does. Well, the thing is, the thing about Casado is, like, I, I kept being, I, I knew Fernandez wouldn't work. I thought Casado was supposed to be good. And he's just, eh, he's just okay. I mean, 
he doesn't wow me at all. That's the thing that annoys me. He always he always looks like he's getting beat. That that annoys me. And it's just, you know, frustrating. And my thing with Chelsea again, I'll bring this back to my original point I had before. Stop signing people that can't play right away. Uh, it's it's why? What is the point? It's like these guys are being sought after by Real Madrid or like other good clubs. Do other good clubs do this nonstop? No. I mean, I should be happier, but I'm worried because they got they have a huge they have rest now. So hopefully that rest will make will bring back some of their people from the asylum that they're in. Um, they 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 must beat Middlesbrough. There's no gray area. I don't care if Alfie Gilchrist has to play. No gray area. Must win. <laughs> and then, best of course, they get Villa. Yeah, which means they need to get it. And I don't care if they have to play Liverpool in the final. I don't uh, care. Don't, don't, don't put us in the final yet. Fulham's dangerous. Put, give me Fulham. We love Fulham. Two things. I love that you channeled your inner, inner Joe Beningo for that. Uh, second, um, I. What will you do if Chelsea doesn't uh, advance past this round? You don't want to know. I think we have to do a Chelsea episode entirely, just ripping the squad apart. The uh, ultimate I, rant I, of the I, week. I'm going to go Frank the Tank Fleming. The rant of the year. Maybe. Oh boy! I mean, we're only it, we're it, only it, seventeen it, days it, into the year, so it depends, I mean, it, it depends on if they lose, how bad it is. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm surprised you're giving that much leeway to Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, well, if they get killed, I think if they lose, no matter what, you will probably yeah. be extremely gonna, mad. I'm going to be upset, but there's there there's levels to everything. There's levels <laughs> to how good wins are, and there's levels to how bad losses are. What's worse? Losing five nothing to a great team, or losing, or I don't know, losing, or whatever, losing three nothing to a not so good team. I mean, it's it's tough to comprehend, but you know, like losses. Not all losses. My point, the point I'm trying to make is not all losses are created equally. They're not. And yeah. Anyway, Chelsea. Thank God for Cole Palmer. I'll say that again. Thank God for Cole Palmer. So it'd be nice if he, be nice if he had a little help. But uh, you know. I, I, I was going to ask you about Cole Palmer. Uh, your uh, mid-season thoughts on this, this moment on Cole Palmer? Uh, I, I, if I told you, I would. I didn't expect him to be this good. Uh, have this many goals when we signed him. I, I thought he'd be good. I thought that he would. Be, I like the fact that they didn't sign him for a ton of money. Uh, and they got him from Manchester City, but I, I didn't think he'd have this kind of an impact on the team. In all honesty, I didn't see it coming. I'm very happy that he has because he, he gives me something to like actually be happy about on this team because there are not many players that I, I'm crazy about. Um, so he's good. I, I question, I mean, he already has more goals than anyone of on did on Chelsea last year. So wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a sign of how pathetic they've been ever since that, that, that crook Todd Bowley took over. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess, uh, Cole Palmer is a good one of the good, the few good things about Chelsea right now. 
Now, uh, and before I get to my favorite point, Georgi Petrovic. Oh, another another good thing about Chelsea. I okay. mean, he hasn't he hasn't been I he he hasn't been challenged that much. But I thought that game, the Fulham game, I thought he was probably the second best player on the field. He did. He made, he only he made four saves, but they were all big saves. Uh, he's really athletic. I, I I trust him with the ball. He doesn't give it away every three seconds like that idiot Robert Sanchez does. He's not lazy. Um, it's not perfect. He's got ways to go. He's not. It's not Onana with the ball. It's not Ederson with the ball. Right. But um, he's definitely a bright spot. And I will say this to, for Mauricio Pochettino. Don't even think about putting Robert Sanchez back in this team. So you're you're already you're you're finished. You're, you're I, no I think shot. he's been finished with no I, I, for a few weeks. No, I realize, but even even in like an emergency situation, if Petrovic is hurt, yeah, yeah. but otherwise, okay. no. And maybe if he needs like some like arrested, I'm feeling like some awful team, maybe. Otherwise, absolutely not. I don't want to see Robert Sanchez anywhere except the bench. No, that's fair. Absolutely fair. He's been awful. So I'm not. I'm not. Bl- I'm not. I'm not going after you for that. I, I, I was know, just clarifying. I'm just. I'm just I, yeah. to, I have to make it abundantly clear. <laughs> yep. Now, my main point. Oh no. Footbob's man of the match. Oh no. If you tell me it's Gallagher, I swear to God. No. Thank no. God they actually watched the game for once. Take take a take a guess, Jacob. You get one guess. Enzo Fernandez. My guy, Levi Colwell. <laughs> he's, he was, that was one of his better games. Again, I, I do think he'll get better when they stop playing him at left back. I firmly believe that. He's got a lot of talent, and they believe in him. They gave him a six-year contract. I don't think he wants to. I think he wants to be at Chelsea. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. Um, And I, again, another guy I heard. I What? No, no. What'd you say? Uh, that's not fun. You gotta tell me. I mean, he wishes he was still with Deserby, but you know. Yeah, probably, but uh, he's not, so he has to deal with it. Um, oh. look, I like Levi Colwell. I just, I, don't, I'm sick of him playing left back. I, I want that to end soon. Luckily, Ben Showell was came off the bench, so hopefully he can stay healthy. Do I think it will happen? No, because he's never healthy. Um, I just love the fact that Chelsea they they have two captains and both of them are the, the two most injury prone players in the team. <sighs> what a great idea! Uh, and then of course the third captain is the guy I hate the most, which is another reassuring. <laughs> well, goal. I don't know if he does he really reach levels of Enzo. He's the thing is Enzo is Enzo's talented. Gallagher's not. Yeah, but Gallagher, I I know he's like a cardio machine. He does have some stats. He does he is, have some. He has empty assists. Okay. He can't score goals. Yep, that's fair. That's that, fair. That, that I can agree fair. with you on. That's fair. He's supposed to be an attacking midfielder. The reason he's not oh. is because he's so bad going forward that they moved him back. His end product isn't there. Isn't isn't there? I'll give you PC that. Everyone's talking about how scrappy he is. The reason he's playing back there is because he's so bad going forward that they had to move him back there. I just I just don't think he's a total zero like Enzo. He's Fernandez. not a zero, but it, he's more impactful saw... than the two sitting behind him. Yes. That's a low bar. Uh... Uh, but but he is. 
You can't deny that. But I agree yes. that's a low bar, but it is still the truth. I still think Enzo Fernandez is a better, much better player than he is. I firmly believe He's not showing that. it. Mm, he does even in the smallest moments. I mean, Gallagher does, I mean, Gallagher makes three good passes in one game, and people want to jump at, jump, jump, and fire a rocket. I mean, that's how pathetic it is. That's a good game for Conor Gallagher, and not not committing, like only committing one yellow card. Is that could be his nickname now, Rocket Man. Only one yellow card. No, because Rocket, El, no, because El, Man, Conor Gallagher. El, Elton John, uh, made did that song, and I don't want to compare him to someone. I don't want to compare. I don't want to compare him to a legend of anything. So that would be so disrespectful. I'm not going to do that to an egot man. Fair. Anyway. All right. Oh, by the way, uh, eight. Uh, you, uh, you're nine only because Brighton's eight. So just, just... we're 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 go, we're gunning for you. Uh, yeah. You have sure. you have a match on us, so. I can't wait for whenever Chelsea plays Brighton again. You know, now, Jacob, you were in here when I explained this to to Christian. I mean, Brighton's next uh, ten games: Wolves, Sheffield United in the FA Cup, then Luton back in the Prem, Palace, Spurs, Sheffield in the Prem, Everton, Fulham, Forest. I see a lot of one-one draws. Then, then City, but the, the Zerbi special, the one-one draw. I think this is the moment we pull away from Chelsea. Just saying. Is the, the Zerbi special not the one-one draw? No, it's, it's, it's either it's it's two things. Yes, one can be a one-one draw. The other one's a win three to one. Never or a clean cheat. A, Never or, ever a clean cheat. Or. A loss. Uh, you know, it's hilarious too. I said this to Christian. Our first clean sheet happened a couple weeks ago. I was so hyped. It was came in a draw, game, right? Yep, came in a draw. I was so mad, so mad that our first clean sheet came in a draw of West Ham, who we need points on. But um, anyways, we already talked about this. Yes. Uh... I wanted to mention too, uh, Chukameka's back as well. Um, yeah, that, that was a he, good. That was he came on, happy. right? He did. He didn't really play that much. It was very little, but I'm happy. Uh, it just sucked because the he the last game he played was the game he scored a goal against yep, West Ham. Then, then he immediately got injured, which of course because you know Chelsea can't have nice things. Um, so he had to get hurt. He wasn't allowed to play a full game. Uh, but luckily he's back. Uh, I hope that they can get Nikuku and Lavia back soon. I just want to see them play. <laughs> Just want to see them on the pitch together for for almost ninety minutes. Can I get that? Is that so much to ask? Well, I think with the Broya news, I think the secondary piece of that is that Nkuku is close. I think I. I hope I that's why. That. I hope that that um, better be why. Because otherwise, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless they bring in a replacement. But. We will see, uh, as Jacob mentioned, a very important match next week against Middlesbrough, which I would also agree is a must-win given the circumstances of the season and the context that this is their best chance to get a trophy. Um, Middlesbrough, mid-table, championship side, need to win at Stanford Bridge. But we will uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure we'll uh, discuss that in much further detail next week. Um, you guys got anything before we head out? I love Madrid. 
Go Brighton. Yeah, uh, go Chelsea. Much, much less conviction out of that, but uh, I'm exhausted. Just fair like, enough. Just like, we are just like I am watching league. my team. Fair enough. Um, I need a break from them, just like they needed. I probably they needed three days off, but yeah, I don't want to get on the rant. So, all right, that's uh, all we have tonight. Uh, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Uh, please subscribe. Let us know if there's any topics you'd like to discuss in the future. And as always, have a good rest of your night.